0: Hello and welcome to Springboard Your Virtual University, my name is Albert Okran, matriculating you on behalf of Ghana's foremost developmental program running since 2008. Springboard is brought to you by the Springboard Roadshow Foundation and proudly sponsored by the enterprise group, UMB Bank MTN Pulse with media support from the multimedia group and the graphic business. So here we are in our top 10 series, trying to distill the five life lessons of our guests, as well as their five suggestions, ideas, prescriptions for the ideal Ghana. My guest for today is somebody I've been, a we I've been timing her for the past number of years, and it's an honor and a privilege to welcome her into the studios. Her series is as rich as Africa's mineral deposits. Business lawyer in international elections consultant, first female chair of Ghana's NCCE, first female chair of Ghana's electoral commission, first woman president of the African Association of Ele- Election Authorities, appointed by the UN as international elections commissioner in Afghanistan. <laughs> My goodness, that one cries. There. That one is the icing on the cake. And then the managing consultant of Cyrus Law and the host of business. Compass. Madame Charlotte Say, good to see you.
1: Thank you, Albert. Thank you for having me here. No, thanks for making time. We've been
0: waiting for this for quite a while, and oh, thanks yeah. for making time to be here.
1: Absolute pleasure.
0: Tell me, of all the things you've done over the years, which one gives you the most fulfillment?
1: The most fulfillment? I enjoy mothering. I think mothering my children, mothering a lot of young people, and just watching them grow. Whether it's people I work with, whether it's people... At some point I was a lecturer. So just for me, it's, it's, it's a way of mothering. I think that's what I enjoy the most.
0: It's interesting that when you are, you occupy positions in the public space, people fail to see you as a human being, and True. so I was waiting to hear you talk about the technical aspects of what you do, so mothering took me off guard, and I love it when that happens. <laughs> is, is, do you find that people often relate to you much more based on the public roles than the person, your values, your what you love?
1: Exactly. Wow. And I, I think it's a society. We're very title and position obsessed, in my view. and. We don't like to see the person. And I think it's also because of the way we treat people in public office. But I think it's easier to depersonalize people when you want to demonize them. Mm. So we don't want to see you as human, as, as a mother with family or as a father with family, so we can throw all kinds of things at you and not feel bad about it. But that's a different conversation for another day. I'm enjoying this actually. <laughs> no. So tell me,
0: let me stay with this and, and, and tell me. Your, 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 I read your list of roles you have, you have played, and they are very powerful and important roles. But they also happen to be in an area that is, if I may call it so, high tension,
1: male high dominated. Risk. I didn't
0: even want to add that one. But that's Male it. dominated. Yes. Field. Yes. How have you? Surviving in a space
1: like that? The way you survive in any space is by being authentic. You have to be true to yourself and you have to consciously understand that it is a role. It is a position. It's not you. So you go into that role and you give of your best. Um, I don't want us to go all religious, but I think that's really a part of it. For you to be authentic, you need to understand your identity. And by identity, I'm not talking about which village you come from, or um, your ethnic group, or your, your name, or the fact that you have a title. It's really about understanding that you're a child of God. And when you are a child of God, you belong to somebody. And so every role that you get to play every, is an assignment that you've been given. So there's a divine purpose for that. So if one you recognize that is an assignment and you were sent and you are a steward, then it makes it easier on you because it's not about you, it's not about your strength, it's not about. Um, it's not totally based on your own capacity. There's the element of the divine that would help you through the tough times. So I think you, 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 you survive, like you said, those rules by understanding who you are, being your authentic self, you know your limitations as a human being, you rely heavily on divine strength, and you, you, you give it your best. Which goes into the issue of what you talk about yourself, your identity, your values are defined. So you would work in a certain way. You would treat people a certain way. And which takes us into another area. It also um, guides you on how you react when you are treated a certain way as well. So it's all tied up in that identity. What
0: would you call those three values or those couple of values that Are dear to your heart that you will die for?
1: Um, I think, and this, everybody who's worked with me, they'll tell you um, integrity is important to me, excellence is important to me, Um, truth is important to me. Why? Because I, I. It's very hard for me to see right and call it wrong, or see wrong and call it right. And again, it goes back to who are you? If you are a child of God, then you know that he's a God of truth. He's a God who respects and values integrity. He's a God who likes excellence. He's a God who also understands that you're human and you may fail, but be honest about your feelings. So it's all wrapped up in that. And if I am a child of God, then I also know that you are a child of God. God doesn't have any stepchildren. So if I do not treat Albert right, I am mistreating a child of God. So God is not going to be happy with me. The same way if Albert mistreats me, God is not going to be happy with Albert because I'm a child of God. So I think that recognition of who you are and who others are is fundamental to all that and should influence your values.
0: So Charlotte, would you say that that expectation or that practice of seeing people as children of God and treating them as such, when it does not get reciprocated creates a disruption for you. No. Why?
1: Because humans will be humans. And we're not all at the same level of spiritual evolution. Um, in fact, if you do not treat me right, it should, I should not be concerned about it. Because I know my father will deal with it. So it shouldn't create a disruption.
0: In all the roles you've
1: held, which was the most difficult? Um, each role came with its own challenges. I wouldn't even say difficulties, its own challenges. It's difficult to pick which was most difficult. I've been, I've been reflecting over my career as a lawyer. I think it's 30 years next year. And I've had so many, such a variety of experiences. Um, what I know is that each one helped me in the next one. Um, when I started lecturing, I was very young. I was in my 20s. So that was difficult then. If I went to lecture today, I would not face the same difficulties. When You said
0: 20s? Yes.
1: Wow. Yeah, late 20s. When I went, I was, I was lecturing at the, now the um, School of Business, which was... Um, school of business law like at the University of Ghana that's where I started Okay. If um, when I first went into public service I was 42 and I remember the first time I asked the number of staff I had at the NCC and they said 1800 I wanted to just go and crawl into my bed and cover my head with a pillow because I did, I could not imagine managing so many people so that was difficult at the time I had When a pure private sector person. But that role made the Electoral Commission role easier for me. Electoral Commission made Afghanistan easier for me. So each one came with his own difficulties and challenges at the beginning, but um, there are really no regrets.
0: Would you say the same for anyone who looked up to you as a role model who is trying to imagine the kind of career you've had and would like to have the same experience. Would you see that it is a natural thing that every role that you have is a preparation for the next one?
1: I think so. And um, also I'm not I was not like the big planner, you know, in terms of planning my career. There are a lot of things that happened that I didn't even imagine would ever happen to me. Even going to public service was never um, part of my plans. But I think that for, for a lot of young people, what I tell them is build capacity. Because it's really important that you, you have capacity. And so you may go into a room and it is challenging, because you're gonna be dealing with humans, depending on what the role is, you may be dealing with a lot of politics, you may be dealing with media issues. But if, you, if you've built your capacity, that gives you sufficient grounding to take on all the other battles. So building capacity is key.
0: Which areas would you say you build capacity in that equipped you to deal with some of the challenges you described, dealing with the media, dealing with the political um,
1: forces? When I started, I was actually going to go into human rights. So my master's in law was in human rights and a bit of corporate law. And then I came back and I was in corporate law practice. And then I went into banking. When I was in banking, I realized a lot of challenges with SMEs in Ghana. So I decided to do a master's in business leadership. And that really prepared me for a lot of the things I dealt with later on. Whether it was dealing with technology, dealing with marketing, dealing with communications, dealing with human resource strategy, planning, um, operations management, At the time I did my MBL, I never thought I'd go end up at the Electoral Commission. But when I got to the Electoral Commission, I could see where all the learning in operations management, logistics, technology, you know, um, structures helped, came in useful. Um, One of the things, I I wrote my long essay on um, negotiations and dispute resolutions when I did my MBL. That came in useful when I was at the NCC, because you had to design community entry strategies, um, building democracy um, structures, you, know, dealing with young people. So everything kind of tied up. But at the time I, I did the MBL, I didn't imagine that I would need those skills in the areas I ended up using them. I thought I was just going to go into business consulting and just be a happy, rich private sector person.
0: With the benefit of hindsight, do you have any regrets?
1: Going into public service? Honest answer sometimes, yes. Um, my, my, my family especially took a lot of hit. It was a very toxic um, place for everyone. But I also still believe that one of the highest honors you can have is the opportunity to serve your country. And. I look back on some of the things we did, and I'm thankful to God and I'm proud of those things. And so, in that sense, no regrets. But when I think of what my family went through, my father, my husband, my children, my siblings, nieces, nephews, I mean, it was was quite difficult for them. And that bothers me sometimes.
0: Do you sometimes think that in the life of a leader, and? the life of somebody who has great intentions and does a role in a very tough place, do you think that sometimes the value of what they've done gets seen with time rather than in the immediate time that they find
1: themselves in? Help us to to appreciate that, that point. Oh, well, I read a lot of biographies and a lot of great people that we revere now were not revered in their lifetimes. Mandela, Kwame Nkrumah, um, a more recent example, Winnie Mandela. There were all kinds of stories about Winnie Mandela and I was really shocked the day Winnie Mandela died that people started speaking and saying, oh yeah, she was accused in this murder, but we knew she had nothing to do with it. I was like, you knew, really? Um, Martin Luther King Jr was hated, despised when he was alive. Today, we celebrate Martin Luther King Day. Everybody learns the speech, I had a dream. But at the time he gave that speech, he was hated, you know, even among the people he was fighting for. So I think that's that's really how humans are. When I was in public service, I always told myself that I would do right, I may be on the wrong side of current affairs, but I would be on the right side of history. And that was my compass.
0: Talking about compass, the, the words compass and true north yeah. go together at all times. Your program is called Business Compass, so the word compass must mean <laughs> a lot to you. What, at the end of the day, is the true north for Charlotte to say? What is that thing that keeps you going in the midst of your pain, your adversity? What is that ultimate for you?
1: Oh, there are two things. Um, when you're going through adversity and pain, it's different. <laughs> for, for adversity, my favorite Bible verse is, And it came to pass. Mm. Because it will come to pass, you know. It doesn't last for, for, for a long time. In terms of my true north, it is three things. Um, clean hands clean heart, calm head, and you'll be fine, ultimately. If you have those three things, you'll be fine. Hit them with the three again, clean heart. Clean heart. I mean, in terms of wish no one evil, clean hands, do no evil, no matter what they do to you, and keep a calm head, it will pass
0: interesting perspective <laughs> from, Charlotte to say, helping us to understand the true north of her life. Clean hands, wish no one evil. Clean hearts, sorry. Wish no one evil. Clean hands, do no evil, and keep a calm head. I have a feeling that the third one is so key in the <laughs> midst of... In the midst of the storm. How, it do, become. You, how do you keep a calm head when everything seems so intense around you as a person.
1: What are you going through that hasn't happened before? Help me to appreciate it. There's nothing, absolutely nothing, humans experience that hasn't happened before. Every storm runs out of water. So that's for me, when the storms come, I'm just waiting, it will pass. And there's always so many lessons you can learn out of every storm. When the storm clears, you'll see all the debris. You'll see what is strong and what, you know, held out. Even in terms of relationships, you'll see the people around you that stood with you in the storm, that survived the storm with you. You'll see the ones that broke away even before the the rain came. So it will pass. Have you always been like this? Yeah. It will pass, I mean. And have have you been in a storm? You see the wind? It's very noisy, but what does it do? It's just noise. It become, if
0: it's second nature to you, you talk about it with such calmness, but as a person, have you always... Are these attributes that you had when you were growing up or you learned them on the job? What, no, kind, of, I think what kind of person were you when you were growing up?
1: Very carefree. I'm very happy. Good really? Lucky. Oh, yeah. Very even tell now. me about that, it, that no, even, now, even now oh really if you talk to people like Gertrude who is lurking around who has worked with me for what almost what 20 years I'll tell you very I'm very
0: if I walk easy. into your office at Cyrus Law
1: you probably see me in a pair of jeans and a shirt oh and my crops. why didn't you come in jeans and shirt uh, they, they said I shouldn't oh and my crops. I forgive them so, even clients know now, you're not going to find me all suited up and no, 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 it's too, it's too much work. You know, I just this dichotomy between <laughs> the public person
0: and their, Backst- their. Help me to understand that part of you. Carefree, it would never cross my mind, I tell you, because of the rules you have held. Yeah, that's what people think. And the, I, I want to go into that <laughs> the part. Health. Carefree, easygoing,
1: how? No, I'm those types that nothing keeps me awake. Oh, really? <laughs> Help you to understand
0: that. Uh,
1: Why? What are you going to do? If it really worries me, I'll write a note to God in my, and stick it in my Bible and go to sleep. Let him deal with it.
0: Faith is a big part of you. Yeah.
1: Has it always been? Most of my life, yes. But public service will make you more reliant on God.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: but yeah. For the person
0: going through their own, own Growth path, growth pains, pain points
1: yeah.
0: you're saying that your, and it came your, to pass. your faith in God has always been a part oh, of yeah. your life, but oh, yeah. the things you 've been through
1: yeah.
0: have made you stronger absolutely your faith absolutely I, I I follow a lot of what you write on Facebook and I take time to read them that 's mm. me for you okay so i can I can testify that it's not something you're seeing on the show, it's something mm. that I, I see every day. that 's how come I would ask about it. Um, but the part that has surprised me the most is your description of the. Oh, carefree, they know me. I don't like to dress day. up.
1: Most days, I mean, i very casual. I'm a homebody. Good.
0: If you just joined us, this is Springboard, your virtual university. And she says that she didn't call her Madame Charlotte Say, but mm. it's a struggle for me. She says that she called her Charlotte Say, I just can't, but I will just do that. Just Charlotte is fine. <laughs> Charlotte is, is, is fine. And she's been sharing some thoughts with me. I would like to summarize for anyone who may just have joined us. She says of all the roles that she's played, and I made it a point to list them from, from her private practice to her her corporate practice into banking into ncc to ec afghanistan and all the things in between she says the height of it all is mothering i tell you what that one got me by mothering helping people to become what they are meant to be and nurturing them is her favorite ultimate role the lessons of her life include number one authenticity she says in any role you want to play be true to yourself that is it. it's not even about you look at it as a child of god giving an assignment and give it your very best to fulfill a divine purpose the second is about values she says your values define your person and for her integrity excellence truth if she sleeps and wakes up those are the ones that she keeps her eye on and her faith makes her focus on treating people right seeing them as children of God as their other. If they don't reciprocate that that same treatment, doesn't surprise me. She's not at all. Not everyone is at the same level. The third is about the most difficult role she's played, and she says each role prepared her for the next one. And in all these things, the key thing is build capacity. And she tells how one role helped her build for the next one, and things that she did, um, she didn't even see them as preparing her for the next one, but she found them very helpful in her next role. The fourth is about regrets. She says that honestly, if she looks at her family and the impact of her work in public space on them, she will tend to think about regrets. But when she looks at the impact of what she's done, she feels it fits into a divine purpose and feels fulfilled for that reason. Is that a correct description? Excellent. And then, still on that same point, she alludes to the fact that very often for what you do in serving people, the value of it will be seen much, much later. And she cites several biographies she's read to corroborate the fact that do your best now. People may not understand you, but the value of it will be seen much later. The fifth point, very beautiful one about her true north. And she says, at the heart of it all is three things. A clean heart, wish no one evil. Clean hands, do no evil. And the third one, Keep calm, tell yourself, you know what? It shall come to pass and you will learn the lessons. And then she says her persona mm-hmm. is calm, cool, and relaxed. Dressed casually, not the person that you see in public. You know what? I love these interviews because they give you that perspective behind the scenes that you don't often see in the cameras and on television. Charlotte, we we'll go for a brief break. When we come back, let me ask you about this gun that, that we <laughs> love. And and, oh. and and sacrifice so much for it if oh, you no. had a painting do, do, do you do art in school you're you good
1: married
0: to art? an artist, an artist? Mm-hmm. oh wonderful. i
1: can't paint but i love art
0: you love art i'll give you a paint brush and imagine that it's your husband painting and then paint the five things you would love to see about the ideal Ghana. Oh. please don't go away <laughs> Joe Wunti Enterprise Insurance Wood Dear Womu Promo
3: Nana Hey, what <laughs> Four coupons Wom washing machine Wom Vum, dee, dee, dee. Vum, obi, <laughs> Buy or renew your existing motor insurance policy and win instant rewards such as full coupons and branded gift items in this year's Odia Wabo Motor Insurance Promo. You could also win an iPhone 14, front load washing machine, high pressure car washer, vacuum cleaner, and an auto tie inflator during the monthly raffles and a slick clutch rocket motorbike at the end of the six months promotion. Make you no slack. <laughs> Call your insurance broker agent or visit any enterprise insurance branch and get your reward now you can also call us on 0302 634 777 this promo is in partnership with NLE on the characters platform samsung conditions apply enterprise your
2: advantage
4: <laughs>
2: when you can be anything who will you become
4: When you can go anywhere and never feel alone, how far will you go?
2: When you have the means to make your dreams real, when will you start?
4: When your voice can reach every ear, who will you inspire?
2: When your money can travel faster and further than you ever could,
4: where will you send it? When you can tell a story in every language, which ones will you tell?
2: When nothing can stop you, and everyone's behind you,
4: and and the the whole whole world world awaits awaits you. You. Don't go alone. Go with us. Everywhere Everywhere you you go. go.
0: Aquama. UMB is proud to offer you the best business solutions possible. We have been excelling in serving Ghana since 1972, and our sole interest is to make your business succeed. We are committed to making you to become number one in any sphere of business or enterprise you are pursuing. With our experience in growing some of the biggest SMEs in Ghana, we can support you become the business leader in Okhaishi, Siami, Abu Sokai, or any of the SME enclaves in Ghana with our SME solutions. Our latest SME loans allows you to take a loan backed by the value of your cash flow and inventory so you can increase your trade efficiently. Speak to our business bankers or visit any of our branches now. UMB Bank you first welcome back to springboard a virtual university brought to you by the springboard roshu foundation and proudly sponsored by the enterprise group mtn pulse umb bank with our media partners the multimedia group and the graphic business my guest for today charlotte I should call her charlotte and it's been a struggle for me she's been talking about authenticity values capacity regrets and the true north but i think that she said that till today or till now I'm reflecting on is that of all the things she's done from Ghana to Afghanistan and back, mothering is her favorite. And as if to prove that point, my studio has been invaded by three young ladies, are they young? three beautiful ladies, <laughs> Ella, Tega, and Gertrude, daughters of Madame Charlotte say. And they just literally invaded the studio and, and were having fun at my expense during the break. L- let me start with you, Ella, what kind of person is Charlotte? Hmm. The the proper one and not the, the public one.
5: Okay, so I think Auntie Charlotte is a phenomenal woman. I think she is very driven. She is very inspirational. She wears jeans. Oh, you said she wears jeans and white well, shoes? I said she's very driven. Okay. Yeah, she's very driven and she's a huge inspiration to me. Wow. I only just met her, but I absolutely love her. Say the
0: other side. You met her.
5: Ah, there's no other side. That one's behind the scenes. Oh,
0: it, 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 it is the behind the scenes story I want. <laughs> what does she eat?
5: I don't think I know that much. Yes. Kinky. Kinky? Yes. Is King she Kinky a comfort or fish. something in common? Oh, Kinky and fish? Yes, she loves Kinky and fish. She loves and Winnie bread. And Winnie bread. She likes garden next to you, too.
0: Kinky, fish, Winnie bread, Garden next to you. Mm-hmm. What has been your experience with her? <laughs> <laughs> the real of, the real she's one. She's
5: one of the joys of my life, actually. So, um, she's like, like Ella said, she's an inspiration to all of us. She set the bar so high in life, it's like, Auntie, relax, be coming down, like, take it easy on us because we, we are we are aiming there. She's she's really cool, she's funny, she's very funny. That's what people don't know. She's hilarious, she has a very, very wicked sense of humor, really.
0: Yeah, very, Charlie, we don't get to
5: see that part, we see a very premium, proper. No, yeah. <laughs> So unfair. See, see I the prayer but the, the sense of humor. She, she can give you back to back. Really, She's saving you. Yeah. So
0: you are take Let me go to. You. Let me go to Gertrude. Gertrude. Tell me something yes. I did not know. I found out about the jeans and the white and the, and the shirt. I found out about the the high sense of humor. What else must the public know about the behind the scenes? Oh. Shirt?
5: She's a lot of fun. Yeah, so, she's a so lot of out. fun.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm sure this comes as a surprise to a lot of people. It's, it's, it's the whole vibe. Yeah, when the, I, I like the word vibe. Because when we <laughs> entered the studio, Charlie, the vibe. During the break, I was like, that should you have know, been on hey. air. <laughs> so, no, no. But for, you, but for you, Charlotte, these three wonderful young ladies here, your experience with them, I mean, mm-hmm. the vibe that they describe, how, how big a part of your life is it?
1: Get is calm. Gertrude has been, Gertrude is been like my right hand for, Gertrude, how many years now? I think from, that's about, 2008 Year about, yeah. Gertrude is a very calm, very structured person, and I'm the opposite. So if, if I don't want to spend money, I'll give it to Gertrude. Wow. And then I'll be broke. I need money, so there's no money anywhere. People are like, mm, There's this money you said I should hide. Allah, like, and you've been no, watching me. Not watching us. <laughs> so get it, is that calm one? This one in the middle is a terror. Yes. So my assignment from God is to straight. Are you succeeding? Jacket head. Oh, I will succeed. God be your helper. Oh, she thinks she's crazy, but I'm crazier. I would. I will succeed.
5: Hello, world
1: no, no, so, so she, have time for it When she starts, like yesterday, I was like, are you are you free on Thursday? Like, it's Ella's birthday. I'm like, so it's a public holiday. I mean, what what's, what nonsense is that really? <laughs> are you, and I meant if she was not working, I was going to bring her here with me because she does fantastic photography. She says it's Ella's birthday. And then I find out today that Ella's birthday is even tomorrow. It's not today. Wow. So there's going to be a session. A big bash. No, a session after this to discuss that act of nonsense she did yesterday (laughs) by telling me it's Ella's birthday, so she's not working. So we're going to deal with that. Ella is a sweet soul. Mm. She's um, a good child. She does daily Bible um, devotionals. She records it. Some people are jealous, but she's a solid... uh, I'm happy about the woman Ella is becoming. Somebody needs work. Gertrude is solid. Gertrude has matured nicely. From, God, from, that's not serious. From there, from, Should we do the deliverance now? Should we baptize you now? From the, <laughs> men, from the mentoring point of
0: view, would you say that this, this kaleidoscope represents the different people God will bring into your life and the different approaches to helping them become what you, what you believe God wants them to be?
1: It's possible. <laughs> it's it's possible
5: that <laughs> she can't live with us Is <laughs> she saying it would true. seem so it's
1: it's,
5: it's, 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 it's possible,
1: possible. you're through some particular challenges your way but you <laughs> and is how well you do yeah yeah you have to work with it. you have to work with all right so i'm going to switch
0: shortly to the ideal ghana yeah, and ideal i am ghana. sure that for many of you have been patiently mm-hmm. waiting to hear about hmm. ideal ghana let me give my friends Ella, Tega and Gertrude, a round of applause as they go back to, their, back to their place, their the 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 public gallery. <laughs> Let's go to the ideal Ghana. And, and let me tell you the, the rationale behind it.
1: Okay.
0: Um, one of the things that we've sought to demonstrate at Springboard is that, you know what, Ghana is not the property of just a few people. Each okay. of us has a stake in this country called Ghana, and whenever we get the opportunity, you want to get the chance to hear the kind of Ghana that somebody dreams about, prays for, thinks about it. And we say, okay, that's a useful, different perspective. So we take this segment extremely seriously because sometimes one small thing somebody sees could trigger thought. And you say, listen, why not? It's very doable. Why mm. haven't read done it. So okay. all of us are listening to you from all over the country, north, south, east, and west. Charlotte, what would be your number one in your ideal Ghana? What would you like to see?
1: We, we, like you were saying, we see a lot of challenges with the, the country we have today. So, in trying to design my ideal Ghana, for me it's important that we don't just deal with the symptoms, but go down to the actual cause. So, I think the first thing I would like to see in my ideal Ghana is a Ghana that has a clearly defined national vision that is birthed out of an inclusive process why? Because at this point, we all seem to be going in different directions, different motivations, different reasonings. There's not one clear path. And so if we all don't know where we're going to, everybody's doing what they want to do. So that vision, which we must all be given the opportunity to Um, speak into and contribute to. I think that's really important. So every government comes and they come up with their own. And so every four years, every eight years, we're being tossed left and right. So we need one.
0: In the Bible, there's a a verse that talks about in those days there was no king and everyone did what he saw fit. would you say that that verse of scripture is a seeming description of?
1: Um, Just that we do have a king, (laughs) but everybody seems to be doing what they didn't. Maybe maybe the Tower of Babel example may be better, Mm. that when they all came together with one accord, there was one vision. Even God himself had to come down from heaven and said, if I don't go and stop these people, nothing can stop them.
0: So that shows the power of a united voice. Yeah. So your number one prescription yeah. would be a clear, clearly defined national vision, vision you add birthed out of an inclusive Exclusive. process.
1: Which would also give us clearly defined national values. Yeah. Because I'm not sure we know what our national values are. Um, right is wrong depending on who did it. Wrong is right depending on who did it. So that, that can't work. Right. So that goes together.
0: That's one. What be a second one?
1: Um, the second one would be um, a Ghana where democracy truly functions, in the sense that all are equal before the law. Um, and there's true separation of powers, which ensures that our institutions work effectively.
0: How, how critical is that to our developmental efforts?
1: When people do not feel that they are being treated the same way, you start creating pockets of exclusion. And that's what leads to the downfall of democracies. Because if I'm not a part of something, I would not work towards its sustainability. I would not work towards its survival. I certainly would not help it thrive. And we need a thriving democracy. So when you have inequality, and we keep getting higher levels of inequality and exclusionary politics, it affects the entire sustainability of the democracy.
0: I like the part you say about if there is inequality and you feel excluded from something, you don't feel an edge to contribute to make it work. Yeah, that bothers me a lot. Someone described it this way, that at every point in time, only half the nation is
1: technically wishing for it to succeed. Yeah, because... Because of how we operate. It's it's one of the other points I had. We've created a zero-sum nation. So will that be number number three? Yes. Everything is based on the assumption that you're either my friend or you're my enemy. So you're not allowed to even decide that you don't belong to a political party. They would force you into one. Why? That's the kind of society
0: we've created. And you're saying we should be able to have a society that allows a person not to necessarily be on one side or another.
1: Why must I be? Why can't I be neutral? Why must I be forced to join one? So it's a zero-sum game and so everything is structured around that. So if you're not part of us, you're enemy. So While we're in power, you will not have jobs. You will not have access to education. Now, we've even extended it to you. We may not even be in parliament. And so we can actually celebrate 30 years of parliamentary democracy, knowing that there's a part of Ghana that is not represented in parliament. That's embarrassing. That's exclusionary politics. How did we get here? I don't know. That's just wrong. We got here maybe by not doing the things we are just talking about.
0: When I asked these questions, I asked them from a very genuine point of view yeah, okay. because I listened to the heart cry, if I may use that word, of different people and surely they didn't go have a rehearsal before they came here.
1: No.
0: You're not seeing the things you see because someone told to see them or someone no. said them. These are things that from the look in your eyes, yeah. they mean a lot to you. Yeah. If we feel so strongly about these inclusive national vision and values a functional democracy where people are treated fairly and equally. Oh. And a politics that is not zero sum, where you have to either, if you are not one then you definitely are the other. Yeah, the it, other. Is, it is even decided for you if you oh, decide to yes, be yes, neutral. Yeah. Why, my question is why not? I mean, why can't, why can't we have? what you describe and that is the question that keeps putting my mind but let me go on to your fourth No,
1: but that's because we've chosen the path of politics without principles
0: you know that's one of gandhi's seven great sins. yes and that's what we've adopted you know those things fascinate me a lot i mean the 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 gandhi's great sins, and the fact that he said them several years ago and you can find it relevance the consequences of
1: Today, yeah.
0: maybe, like you rightly said, we don't give people enough credit when they are alive, but some yeah. of the things they see thousands of years after or several years after, you find that they are as relevant today as they were when Gandhi lived. And you are saying that this is a result of politics without principles. Yeah. And you describe it as right, right is right and wrong is wrong. <laughs> it doesn't Depen- matter Depends. Is. Yes,
1: but for us, depending on who is doing it, Right can be wrong, wrong can be right. And we'll defend it. Interesting. What is your fourth? Our society. Um, I don't want to just say the church, but we're one of the most religious countries in the world in terms of the share percentages of people who subscribe to a religious belief yet we have the society we have. So my fourth one would be to see a less religious Ghana, but a more spiritual Ghana.
0: Mm. What would a more spiritual Ghana look like?
1: If you take from the Christian faith, it's very simple. It says, love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your might, and love your neighbor as yourself. If we were doing this, um, the state of the church would not be what we're seeing now. Um, We are very religious, as in we would attend church, even if it was snowing, but we're not spiritual. And most of the prayers in most of our religious um, or faith-based organizations are based on very personal needs and not society, and so it's a lot of religious rites without compassion, without kindness, without principles. So you are seeing a very strange, um, what's the word now? This is a very strange measure. (laughs) The church is not leading society the church is reflecting society, mm. you know? So the same things we talk about in society, we are seeing it in the, in the church. There's no clearly defined values. So um, we hear stories that, um, stories around, I don't want to mention any specific examples, but stories around people who are church leaders and you would expect the church to speak and say, We're not condemning that, you know, this is wrong. But the church is very silent.
0: Have we become a generally very silent society?
1: No. The church should never be silent. The church is supposed to lead society. The church is supposed to be our moral compass. So Albert and Charlotte may be failing at home. When they go to church, the church is supposed to say, this is right and this is wrong. So at least you know what to aspire to. So the church cannot and should never be silent in the face of wrongs, whether personal or collective. My guest
0: for today, Charlotte Osay, and if I attempted to go to her CV, we would not be able to capture our last five minutes, but we know, Madame Charlotte Orsay, and she's sharing her thoughts so far about her life principles and her ideal Ghana. The ideal Ghana, a clearly defined national vision and values based on on an inclusive or birthed out of an inclusive process, a functional democracy where people are treated fairly and equally, a nation that is not zero-sum, you must either belong to us or you are with them, a less religious and a more spiritual Ghana. She says, if you love the Lord, your God, with all your heart and love your neighbor as yourself, It should be very easy easy to do the things that we are talking about, and it should not be a struggle. As you see, the church must speak up in the face of wrongdoing, whether personal or public. What will be the fifth prescription or preference or idea or thought or prayer for your ideal Ghana?
1: Maybe a prayer. A Ghana where we see more compassion and less envy.
0: Explain, please.
1: I I, sometimes I think that the fuel that drives Ghana is envy. It comes so easily to us. Um, Albert is well dressed. Uh, His shoes are matching his captain. I don't like him. He's too new. And they don't know you. Who does he think he is? They don't know. They've never even met you. And because of that, we can take very serious decisions Based on that, I wouldn't sponsor Springboard.
0: Based on something where you like see that they are not even informed yeah.
1: about. Yeah. And we have a lot of phrases for it. In our local language, in our which language do you speak well? Let me divert a little. Mm-hmm. Which <laughs> local language? I, I will ask you to
0: say, say which, which which local language <laughs> do you speak the most? Probably Chi. Chi.
1: Yeah. But it's that's us. We just we don't, envy drives us, we love people when they are dead, Mm. because, you know, when you're dead, we can't envy you, and, you know, yesterday, I think I posted something on my status, that this is Lent, and I was looking at the, um, what's it? the seven um, deadly sins, and envy is one of them, and they're counter to it is kindness. And I thought that's interesting because once you resolve to be kind to people, you cannot be envious of them. It forces you to get past the envy. You know envy is the last bus stop before witchcraft. Mm. So you can see where we're heading. (laughs) (laughs) What a conclusion! (laughs) If we
0: continue along this path of Ah. envy coming to us, naturally we are bordering on witchcraft. I think we've passed the border. We pass the borders.
5: Charlotte, I say, this is a very, interesting,
0: a very interesting dimension to this conversation. But let me ask let me let me go on the lighter side. What's your favorite color?
1: Oh. It changes every year. This year, which, which color my is color, is, color is green this year.
0: Green, why?
1: I just feel the year is green.
0: The air is green. The year. The year is green. Yeah. What has green stand for in your, in your books?
1: Um, renewal. Um... I receive harvest. it. I receive it. Yeah. It's... You know, Prophesies. It's for flourishing. Yeah. I think it doesn't look it, but that's what it is. I think it's a green year.
0: Still on the lighter side, you said nothing keeps you awake at night. But when you ever find yourself awake at night, what will you be thinking about?
1: Inequality and injustice. Why? They, 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 they get to me. Get gotcha. you. Yeah.
0: If you are a spanner, you fix them.
1: Yeah, it gets... Uh, it irritates my spirit.
0: What about sports? What's your favourite sports?
1: No, I'm very lazy. No. Don't tell me. No, I don't know anything about football. Do you play any sports? No. Do you run? Do you walk? Do you play tennis? Do you I, play golf? I'm supposed to be walking. <laughs> I'm supposed to be it's on my vision board. That uh, this year I'll walk. This in the year of greenness. Oh, <laughs> you God help walking. me. <laughs> <laughs> I need grace. <laughs> I'm lazy. What? I'd rather be in my garden.
0: Oh, you love gardening. I love gardening. When you said I the various plants and things.
1: yes, yes, I love gardening.
0: What about plants? Is it you the greenness.
1: It's the greenness when you feed them; they flourish. They don't talk back. <laughs> You're not like human beings. Has your outlook on life
0: been defined by your experiences?
1: Not defined. No, I don't think I should. You are not supposed to let experiences define you. You are supposed to go in there and define the experience.
0: But you can't deny. But that you, it
1: it would affect and it's supposed to affect you. You okay. know, um, there's this old teaching, Florence Kovelshin, says no man is your enemy, no no man is your friend. Every man is your teacher. I live by that. So you're supposed to learn from the experiences.
0: How but lo- you how let
1: it affect changing.
0: How long ago is it since you left public service in Ghana?
1: When was it? I left 2018.
0: So that's about, um, let's say, five years. Okay. Do you still wake up with the framing of the experiences you had?
1: Thank you. You've moved on? Oh, yes. Have you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like saying you got out of Nsawamani. So <laughs> why, why didn't you say, why, why did you choose Nsawam? Because it it, it's a kind of prison, though. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Public service in a high visibility role is a kind of prison. Why? Oh, you you lose a lot of freedom. There were a lot of things I couldn't even do with my children. Like? Everything when you see everything becomes an issue. They see you eating in a restaurant. Hey, it's their money. And then it's just it's just a hot mess. So now I mean I can I can.
0: Now you can eat anywhere. can do anything. Do people still see you in
1: there? Uh, all the see, time. See, does all it, all does the it time. Annoy you? No, it doesn't.
0: One good thing you have done that I thank you for is making time for this conversation on Springboard, your virtual university. I hope you have enjoyed it as much as I have.
1: I have. It's been a fun conversation.
0: I think so. And so, what I'm going to ask our viewers and listeners to do, as is their custom, is to debate these principles <laughs> you shared on social media. <laughs> and bring breath and perspective to the conversation. such a rich conversation can't be held for only an hour let's talk about authenticity being true to yourself number two let's talk about values the values that define your life Charlotte says her three are integrity excellence and truth which are your values what will you die for number three let's talk about building capacity are you aware that everything that you do is preparing you for the next role? are you by any chance preparing yourself for the next call that you will get from god saying go and do this or you are just there please that's the next lesson lesson number four is about regrets she says while on one hand she will look back and wish the family did not go through what they went through she also looks back at a certain divine purpose she feels she has accomplished and says for that reason it was worth everything that came with it the fifth is about a true north, and she says three things. Clean heart, wish no one evil. Clean hands do no evil, and my favorite, keep a calm head. Also, it shall come to pass, and you will learn the lessons. I think that's a favorite lesson in life, a <laughs> favorite principle in life. And then on the, on the ideal Ghana, very heavyweight, serious stuff. Number one is a clearly defined national vision and values birthed out of an inclusive process. Number two is a functional democracy where everyone gets treated fairly and equally. Third one is about a nation that is not a zero-sum country, where you, you, you are not allowed to be neutral. You must be either here or there. The fourth is a less religious and a more spiritual Ghana, where we love the Lord with all our hearts and we love our neighbors as ourselves. And by extension, we speak the truth and speak out when things are done wrongly the final one is more compassion and less envy because the big question why is a lot of what we do driven more by envy than about kindness. She wants that when you go beyond the border of envy, <laughs> you enter the, the realm of witchcraft. Well, it's a different conversation, but Charlotte, yes. I'll tell you what. I'll be back for the witchcraft I, I, I think we must have a second <laughs> conversation about this, and, and I must i have enjoyed it very much. Thank you so much.
1: My pleasure.
0: Thank you for having me. Oh, no, it's, it's absolutely a joy. Before we go, look into camera to that person who is looking up to you and saying, you know what? I really admire you and what you've done and contributed. And I want to become that person who would also look back at your life and say, I made a contribution. Share a word of
1: encouragement with them, Charlotte. First of all, it's, it's important that people have a vision to be deliver on whatever their God-given purpose is. But in doing that, I think there are three things they should, they should cultivate. Character, always matters which of course, depending, you define your values, you define how you do things. So character is important, competence is important, capacity is important. I think if you focus on developing those three things, no matter where you end up and whatever assignment you find yourself um, handling, you'll be fine. So build character, build your competence, build your capacity
0: so help you God. Three takeaways from Charlotte Say Her name starts with C, and she was very kind to give me three Cs to take away. Character, competence, and capacity. So much, Thank you so much, Charlotte, for making time to be with us.
1: Absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. And let's do this again. We will, we will.
2: All
0: right, so let me say a big thank you to her three daughters who get crashed into the program without permission. Ella, Tega, and Gertrude, you gave us a, a bit of an insight into the behind the scenes life of Charlotte and the fact that she likes Bar bread. And kinky and fish, which she shares with, with, with Comfort, uh, as her, her, her interest, and she likes the color green, which, and she likes sitting at the beach and, and feeling God at the beach. So we come your way again next week on Springboard, your virtual university. My name is Albert Okran, thanking you on behalf of Team Springboard, led by my boss, Comfort, and our sponsors, the enterprise group, MTN, Pulse, UMB Bank, our media partners, the multimedia group, and very importantly the graphic business where you will find on tuesday a full transcript of the thoughts of charlotte Ossay, who's been with us in the past hour so we come your again my name is albert saying god bless you god bless you and god bless you uh. Joe, what enterprise insurance Wood dear wamu promo nana? Hey,
3: what e <laughs> four coupons? Wom washing machine, vom car washer, wom B B L V, wom obi Buy or renew your existing motor insurance policy and win instant rewards such as four coupons and branded gift items in this year's would dear wamu motor insurance promo. You could also win an iPhone 14, front load washing machine, high pressure car washer, vacuum cleaner, and an auto tire. In- Later during the monthly raffles and a slick crouch rocket motorbike at the end of the six month promotion. Make you no Call your insurance broker, agent, or visit any enterprise insurance branch and get your reward now. You can also call us on 0302 634 777. This promo is in partnership with NLE on the characters platform. Terms and conditions apply. Enterprise, your advantage.
2: <laughs> When you can be anything, who will you
4: become? When you can go anywhere and never feel alone, how far will you go?
2: When you have the means to make your dreams real, when will you start?
4: When your voice can reach every ear, who will you inspire?
2: When your money can travel faster and further than you ever
4: could... Where will you send it? When you can tell a story in every language, which ones will you tell?
2: When nothing can stop you, and everyone's behind you, and
4: and the the whole whole world world awaits awaits you. You. Don't go alone. Go with us. Everywhere Everywhere you go. go.
3: I heard in our minds, but no more, this is a turning point, no, no more,
4: more searching. searching, the light, has the light